Here's a message from Ken Lavica. A legend has retired. Coach K is done. We are all really going to miss him. Right? Right? Still in the Bennett, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Quick roll call. Theo Dorsey, do you remember a time in your consciousness where Mike Krzyzewski was not the head coach at Duke? Uh, no, never have. Stone Labanowitz, in your lifetime, do you remember one fleeting moment where Mike Krzyzewski was not the head coach at Duke? Not a single one. And that is where we live now. Mike Krzyzewski is no longer Duke's head coach. That's weird. That feels really weird. Ken Levick alive Monday, National Championship Monday here on ESPN 106.3. You're home tonight for North Carolina and Kansas in college basketball's national title game. We're coming to you from the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers off of the pleasant intracoastal Theo Dorsey Monday. We were not able to enjoy his presence last week. He is making his triumphant return Monday and Tuesday, like it should be. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. One of the faces, the best damn local TV sports you're going to find in the country. Welcome back, buddy. You know, I got to say, I really did miss it. Like, I legit missed it. It was fun doing the home team and going out there and you know checking out Roger Dean Chevrolet this is Stadium. Home, man. This I, I really and then some so much stuff was happening. I'm like, yo, oh, man. I gotta hop on and talk with Ken Levick and oh. Stone Levanowitz. Like, dude, I'm glad to be back. Stone, we did some business last week. We did some heavy business last week here on Ken Levick Alive. Yeah, there was a lot going on. So and I almost called in a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there's there's a lot going on. Well, I, well, you didn't let me finish. I was going to say with or without you, Theo, but you guys, you guys <laughs> got to talking, <laughs> so I couldn't finish it. No, I legit. It was a couple times I was listening that I almost like called in, and that happens <laughs> all the time when I'm not on the show and I'm just driving. I'm like, I want to say something right. right now. That's right. It gets in your blood. Yeah, and you can't do anything <laughs> about it. Um, Mike Shishetsky is done. We will no longer see him coaching. A Duke basketball team. No longer will we see him with the sneer, the glare, the jet black hair. That we do believe. We suspected that he died it. I guess yeah. we'll find out. Because once you go into retirement, there's no use in right. dying it anymore. So we're going to find out in short order whether or not he's using hair dye to keep that hair as black as it is. Just for men. But we're never going to see him amble uh, in front of the Duke bench any longer. John Shire now takes over. So Mike Krzyzewski ousted by the bitter rival North Carolina on Saturday night in the Final Four. But Mike Krzyzewski, a beacon, a leader, a father, a man among men, and he had a very special message one more time, one more special heartfelt I care about these boys message in the postgame press conference Saturday after Duke fell to North Carolina. I've said my entire career, or when I knew what the hell I was doing, that uh, I wanted my seasons to end where my team was either crying tears of joy or tears of sorrow, because then you knew that they gave everything. And I had a locker room filled with guys who were crying. 
and it's a beautiful site. It's not the site <laughs> that I would want. I'd want the other, but it's a side that I really respect that makes me understand just how good this group was. So that's and, I'm, and that's what I'm concerned. I don't want any of these guys to leave and say I, I should have made that one free throw. I should have made that one. Uh, they, yeah, we win and we lose together, and we've won 32 games and two championships together, and that's what I want them to realize. I mean, the man is an icon, and you listen to that, and that's a guy who has seen it all. He's experienced it all, the highs and the lows. He has groomed countless NBA talents, great human beings, and the way that I consume Saturday night watching him walk off the floor the final time, speak for the final time, I did feel as if we were living the end of an era. We, we, it is unlikely that we'll see another instance of Coach K because in modern-day sports, especially in college sports, money talks. Look at Brian Kelly, Notre Dame. You'd think that is the ultimate achievement in a job. Up oh, here comes LSU. Uh, we're going to fly in pallets of money. Come to Baton Rouge. And he leaves Notre Dame to go to LSU. We're not going to see the Mike Krzyzewski, the Dean Smith, the uh, John Wooden. Pump the anymore. brakes, though. You, you might be looking at him, the guy that took him out twice. Hubert Davis? I mean, look, it's his first year, and he's in the national championship game. Yeah. And he's at his alma mater. What would he leave North Carolina for? I know money talks, but, I mean, we might be witnessing the start of something new. I, I need to see a little bit more from yeah. Hubert Davis <laughs> yeah. before I can uh, I can declare that that's actually going to be the case. The next Coach K. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, he's got a little bit more that he's going to have to uh, accomplish. That's just me. Now, yeah. uh, I, I look at... Coach K leaving, and he was Duke, right? Duke was not Duke until Mike Krzyzewski left. And I found myself a little bit saddened by him being ousted on Saturday and going out at the hands of North Carolina. Say what you want about the guy, but he's an idol. He's a legend. He's an icon. And he's done in a sport where there are very few recognizable faces anymore, Mm. and he was the apex. He was the guy of college basketball. It's going to be weird. I feel weird that Mike Krzyzewski no longer is going to be at Duke. Yeah, you said he was all of those things. You also have to remember he also was a villain in college basketball to many people. So as good as it was for so many to watch him uh, win a lot at the highest level in college basketball – I would never say he really dominated an era, but he was always keeping the Duke teams in contention. For a lot of America that was rooting against Duke, it was nice to see him catch some of what they felt in the 90s, in the 2000s, when he did get championships against some of America's most beloved teams, like the Fab Four. Like, I mean, Fab Five, what am I doing? I'm thinking Fantastic Four. But like, <laughs> Who you are know, you leaving out of the Fab Four? <laughs> uh, Chris Weber. Uh-huh. Um, but, <laughs> but no, like, I think it is good. For some, I, I, it was the perfect ending for me because I'm not a guy that hates Coach K, but I'm also not a guy that loves or likes him. And I think it wow, was a the great, perfect ending. It was a perfect ending. Don't, yeah, I was gonna, don't back away from me. You said perfect. Perfect. He, he, did you see him like he's in a great, but no, perfect ending. Perfect. So, so Theo, he, you're not sad. No, no, no. That not Coach K is gone. I, in, in fact, I would say, look, I'm kind of questioning his competitiveness a little bit. If my arch rival, not only ruined my final home game in a stadium that I darn near built, but also bounced me 
in the Final Four in a game again which I was favored in a game again which we should have won, had more talent, had more NBA talent on my side. Yeah, Borderline got outcoached. Got outcoached low-key twice to a first-year head coach? But a, a group of dogs. Though. A group of dogs. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. That North Carolina team is good. But, I mean, a month ago we weren't saying that until they beat Duke twice. That's yeah. really why we think North Carolina is good because he beat Duke twice. I cringe. I don't know, man. Coach K probably needs to come back. I, I cringed a little <laughs> bit when you said perfect ending because, for me, I wanted to be sad and then I wanted to cry watching how that game ended. Yeah. Like, Caleb Love was a ticking time bomb. Like, it was a He's heavyweight. A dog. It was a heavyweight boxing match back and forth, back and forth. And you just know, up one, the ball was going to be his hands, and he, and, he, and he hit that three. Really? When he pulled and, up and, for that three, I knew it was We all in. did. I felt almost like when Steph Curry shoots a three. I was like, I know that's in. Absolutely. Immediately. And when, and when that went in, that's when it set in. I'm like, wow. like he's over. actually It's over. Like so It's actually over. over. And this is weird for me because I'm usually on the petty side of things. <laughs> almost always, almost 100% of the time, I'm on the petty side of things. But I felt a bit of, of, of wistfulness. When Coach K lost on Saturday, when Duke lost on Saturday, because he's really all that I've ever known at that school, and I don't like Duke by any stretch. But I've also never really been moved to hate Coach K. Is he arrogant? Absolutely. Uh, is he holier than thou? Yeah, for sure. But he also is an institution, and I can at least appreciate an institution. But the way that Duke's loss the way that Coach K's exit, I think, has largely been consumed has been a celebration of his failure. A celebration of, finally, this guy is gone. Not a celebration of a career. Because I don't think that CBS or Nike, with the commercial that they aired after the Duke loss, mm. they speak for the majority. I think that, I suspect that the majority of sports fans think that it's awesome. That Coach K is gone. Well, you, you got to remember, too, what Duke represents. I mean, part of it is they represent this elitist, not just with sports, but also just in academia. Like, they represent the elitist who are, we are better than you. You know, we are more, like, pristine. We are, like, the the uh, Ivy League of, you know, whatever North you want. North Carolina, wanna, North, I don't Yeah, know. whatever. So, you got UNC fans or ACC fans in general who hate Duke because they feel like they've been reigning over the ACC forever. You got... Uh, I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. Black folk that loved all the teams in the 90s like UNLV and Michigan and Georgetown that Duke continued to ruin those parades, so they didn't like it. And then also you got just anybody that doesn't like the, uh, what do you call it? What's the Star Wars uh, battleship thing that's evil? What is it called? The Death Star? The Death Star, whatever. Like, <laughs> But Duke is almost like the Patriots, the Death Star. They're like the what, – what, what other – give me some some analogies here. You got – I'm trying to get – No, the Death Star The is Death good. Star, yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're like that for college basketball for anybody that's not a fan of Duke. So they're easy to not like, right? Like, unless you're a fan. I, I, I suspect we found a new segment. <laughs> Theo talks Star Wars. I have a feeling we'll have him break down Imperial Stormtroopers. Yeah. One show, we'll have him break down the Force in another show. You know what I do the know? The origins of Darth Vader. It's, it's Luke. Uh, oh, wait. Luke. No, I am your father. That's what it is. It's no, I am your father. It's not Luke, I am your father. Mm. I learned that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know that. When, I learned that. When you were asking for That's the, the Death Star. That's the most emphatic thing Theo has brought to this show. I know I that. I know that. That's my thing now. When you asked for the Death Star, I was scrambling, just looking at Ken. Take it, yeah. Take it, Ken. I have no clue. I will say this. I love, I love uh, hosting this show with the collection of dopes that I do because <laughs> I have turned into a jaded old man. I'm 37. I started as a fresh-faced baby down here at ESPN West Palm. Now I'm an old, crusty guy. It is these babies that keep me young. <laughs> Theo, Stone, Jeanette, all these young people keep me young. But it's moments like this where I'm just like, where is my life going right now? Theo, though, I respect the fact you're so happy about knowing a thing about Star Wars. I know that. That, that I was, was pure glee was that proud. Theo exhibited right there. And I can appreciate yeah. that. It's one of those things that some people don't know. Somebody driving along right now was like, wow, Theo taught me something about <laughs> Star Wars. And now they'll go and tell their family at the next family uh, reunion. Man. That's what's up. I absolutely love that. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I heard Theo Dorsey uh, say that uh, it's no, I'm your father. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's going to be uh, a buddy's talking Duke and UNC and being like, yeah, man, Coach K was the Death Star. Yeah. I mean, you guys oh, knew that. Oh, yeah, if y'all use that, you got to credit mm-hmm. me at Theo Dorsey TV. Let him know where you got that from. He came from the, the dark side. He was the dark side. <laughs> yeah, he's the dark Coach side. K was the dark side. I mean, he's the palest dark side you're possibly yeah. going to find. Yeah. Uh, so I felt, I felt a little bit emotional seeing Coach K. KO'd. So did Stone. Theo, not him. I was laughing. Theo was laughing. <laughs> I was Theo la- was celebrating. Yo. Theo was wallowing in it. How did you feel when Coach K was sent into retirement on Saturday night? How did you feel when Coach K was sent into retirement? Did you feel a sense of sentimental, uh, sentimental feeling like I did? Or were you petty and celebrating it? Were you glad to see that guy go, farewell, like Theo? How did you feel when Coach K was launched into retirement Saturday night in the Final Four? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Ernesto's in Boynton Beach. Ernesto is kicking us off on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Ernesto? <laughs> I must be the voice of reasoning. Theo Dursey, oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it, it is called the Evil Empire, okay? That's who this guy represented uh, and represented for every person, like you said, in the 80s and 90s that represented, let's say, the, the, that, that, that part of the community did not like Duke at that time. Uh, they had more pull to NC State, if anything else, NC, or, or North Carolina more than, than, than Duke. I hated Duke. I mean, but I, you got to understand, I gotta, I'm going to say my age. I'm 50. And the last person remaining from that, co- that's still coaching from that era is Jim Beheim. Yeah. That's all who's left. That is it. Now, I understand, Ken, I can see where you're getting petty about this. Yeah, I understand that finally the evil one is dead, the empire is dead, but guys, you got to realize, this is, like you said, Ken, it's an institution. This yeah. is all that, everyone that's been around for, let's say, 40 years, all you can say is, damn, this is guy has been running this institution. And almost, like you said, the HCC hates this guy. Everybody hates this guy. They hated everything about Duke, and now finally... Finally, this is the way they close the door on this guy. Trust me when I say, there's a lot of people that were just hooting and hollering and saying, yeah, finally they get what they deserve. Because everybody, just their arrogance, their, their popness, their, 
godlike almost kind of way of their uh, of their way walking around. I mean, a lot of their players, I think they got a bad rep just coming out of Duke because of just that that rep of just people hating their arrogance. It yeah. just it just went around them, you know. And and, and it's kind of you know it, it kind of was big. It, it was a it's, it's, it's a little bit of both. I was I was happy that it kind of went like that, but it was sad. At the same time, a little bit, not yeah, that much. Just I, I just bit. I and mean, appreciate the caller, Nestel. I think part of this is Duke came to represent the privileged. Duke came to mm-hmm. represent, and uh, I I am not doing this just to be controversial, but I think that Duke represented the white, the all American white guys, exactly the the gritty, the not as athletic, but they're smart and they try hard and they do what the coach said. That's what they were, especially late nineties. I mean, er, all throughout the nineties and early two thousand. And I think there's a dichotomy at play here because. You guys aren't old enough to remember this, but one of the early childhood memories of mine is UNLV Mm. absolutely launching Duke to the moon in the national championship game in 1990. I mean, absolutely embarrassing them. Bobby Hurley almost literally pooping all over himself (laughs) in the national title game. And that UNLV team was celebrated but largely hated because they were brash, personality-driven Black men. Oh, they did not. Yeah. And then when Duke came back the following year, all of these clean cut white guys with Bobby Hurley and Christian Leitner and upset UNLV in the final four. It's as if the veil had been pulled off. And finally, college basketball was free of the bad seeds from Las Vegas. And there were the bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, white Duke guys, and they took over college basketball for the next two and a half, three decades and made that brand. And I think some of the dislike of Coach K comes from that perception, that retrospect perception. And I understand that. But also, this is a guy who defined, Mike Krzyzewski defined the modern era of college basketball. And he adapted to the most modern portion of college basketball, which was one and done. Get the talented players, bring them in, get them for a year, and send them on their way. Even weirdos like Kyrie Irving thrived under Mike Krzyzewski. Well, he didn't play much kind of like this year. But yeah, he he did thrive, and he probably got even more. The Duke brand propelled him. Yeah, I was about to say. helped him, though. It did, it did. And and, and it was a good point you brought up, because right after the UNLV run, was the Fab Five, which again was what it had like how many rings did they win? Zero. None. And because specifically of Duke. Um so And like, North Carolina. Both of them. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. They beat him in a national championship game. That was the Chris Welber timeout. Oh my god. That goodness. wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. So it's tough. Like everybody wanted that team to get a ring. But at the end of the day, I don't want Coach K to get wrapped up in that because I don't believe a lot of that was his point. He wanted to win basketball games. It wasn't like he was trying to push that narrative. And if he was, it didn't really seem like that from the outside looking in. It was more so the celebration of what Duke was doing and the way that the media at the time was lifting them up as this is a spectacular great group against uh these bad guys. Right. And it's kind of like, come on, dude. And Coach K did turn into the face of everything right. Yeah. He can do no wrong. We tend to worship coaching figures, especially at the college level. Do we worship coaching figures? And Mike Krzyzewski was more than willing to take on that mantle and say, that's right. I do know how to motivate. Mm. I do know how to coach. I do know how to build young men and prepare them for society. 
And a lot of what he actually was behind the scenes got shielded from the public. The F-bombs and the going at players and the throwing jerseys on the floor and the locking players out of the facility. He was not the squeaky clean image guy that we got presented to us by Jim Nance. Bobby Knight Jr. Uh Uh-huh. He very (laughs) much was a Bobby Knight Jr. He had... Uh, and there is a very good expose on Coach K written in Sports Illustrated before the NCAA, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, ESPN.com, before the NCAA tournament started that really showed that Mike Krzyzewski took on most of the personality traits of his mentor, Bobby Knight. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't a squeaky clean guy. It's sort of like when we found out that, wait, Tiger Woods isn't a patron saint? <laughs> and he he was he was uh, with waitresses and porn stars outside of his marriage? <sighs> What are we going to do? Our whole perception has changed. Mm. But Coach K successfully, largely got that shielded from the public. And I think that there's an animosity over that as well. Because listen to some of the social media, Theo. I, I tweeted, how did you feel watching Coach K get sent into retirement? Osmataz Buckshank. Bye. Tim Wild. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, Toby Srebnik. I feel good about it. <laughs> Boom City. The dude makes $9 million, has his health, and won championships. Good riddance. I couldn't care less. Like People are happy yeah. that Coach K is gone. Like, farewell, slam the door, don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out. I'm I, shocked by that. And my thing is, too, like, again, I didn't li- – like, Coach K did not dominate college basketball in my lifetime. To me, it wasn't like that. Like, he won championships, what, in 01 against that Arizona team. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20, yeah, then 2010 against Butler where yeah. he – he almost lost to Gordon Hayward and, mm-hmm. and Brad Stevens. And Gordon Hayward, dang near beat him with the buzzer beater yeah. from a half court. Yeah. And then the 2015 team with Justin Winslow where I think that year, if Kentucky doesn't get upset by Wisconsin in the Final Four, Kentucky probably would have ran Duke that year. Yeah. So it's like, to me, I never felt the juggernaut of Duke. I never felt – and then also in most of my upbringing and, and by the time I became of age to really consume these things – it wasn't like they were just like the Christian Leitners and stuff. Like there was Grayson Allen here and there, but for the most part, they had guys like Jalil Okafor, right. Kyrie Irving. They like looked Justice a lot Winslow. different than their glory days. So to me, I don't have that same vitriol, but I do know, like, I mean, Duke fans can be pretty annoying, and like, it can be a little elitist. And if I had to well, pick a, a side, lot of leaders. yeah, 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 for sure. I'm being, I'm being kind here, yeah, uh, because I know they're still mourning that loss. Because uh-huh. my favorite part of this is that they just knew they would be going off into the sunset with a national championship. Like, it was all written for them, right? They've oh, yeah. been riding so high. And that's why I feel so much joy because it's you get the best of both worlds. The Duke fans got their hopes all the way up. After at one point this season, they were thinking, we don't really have it. The team's young, you know, youngest team coach, K coached, which he made sure we knew about every single time oh, he had yeah. a chance. Uh, so they really got their hopes up. And then for it to happen against North Carolina, I'm like, look, if you're going to be capital Coach K, if you're going to be that guy, a legend, if you dominated the college game, then beat eight seed North Carolina. Do yeah. it. You got you got a, a top three pick on your team. Do it. And he didn't. I just fear that everybody who's happy to see him go, either one, didn't watch much college basketball this season because they were not that dominant. Yeah. Team. They, at, you said at, at times they were like, are we even going to take it the distance in the tournament? So I feel like everyone who's happy is hanging on to what you guys talked about when they were battling the clean-cut white guys. But that's not what they are anymore. That's not what they were last yeah, year. Yeah, look at that. But I do think Coach K was more than willing to always accept the uh, praise he that in. he got as the 
the all-knowing, wise coaching sage. I mean, for me, and and just because I felt a a sense of sentimental watching Coach K walk into retirement doesn't mean that I was a massive fan of the guy. I think that he his old school tended to seep out. I mean, listen, when they lost to Oregon a couple of years ago in the NCAA tournament, and he confronts Dylan Brooks about celebrating the right way after the game. Ooh, I don't and even then, remember that. Uh. And, and, and then he lied about it and said, that's not my place to uh, go to another team's player and tell them that they're not celebrating the proper way with class. And then Dylan Brooks said, yeah, Coach K, he was definitely getting on me. <laughs> and then Coach K had to come out and admit that he lied about it. That's when I was sort of done it's kinda lame. with Coach K. Yeah, yeah like- but he, he took on... He loved to believe he was the arbiter of what's good sportsmanship. He loved to believe that he was the arbiter of what is sports morality, and uh, therefore he became a holier-than-thou figure. Yeah, he started to lean into that God complex. Absolutely. And he got humbled by his arch-rivals, North Carolina, not once, but twice. Goodbye, Coach K. How did you feel when Coach K was sent into retirement? Teddy Dolo, Theo Dorsey is reveling in it right now. How did you feel when Coach K was sent into retirement? I got to admit, I'm a little wistful. He's all I've really ever known. Mm. And uh, this also, I think, might be an age thing for me. Duke was dominant when I was very impressionable, and Coach K was the guy on the sideline. It is going to be flat-out weird to not see Coach K on the sideline, to see John Shire as the head coach of Duke. How did you feel when Coach K was launched into retirement Saturday night by his bitter rival, North Carolina? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. And again, 888-760-3776. Ken Levicka Live presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. They've never fallen off. This is constantly elite. 22 years, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program has helped to groom the sports executives of tomorrow. In Boca Raton, on campus, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. You can take classes remotely as well, but this is your path to the sports industry. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, title sponsor of Ken Levick Alive. How did you feel when Coach K was sent into retirement? And how into North Carolina, Kansas are you tonight for the national title? He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. National Championship Monday College Basketball, North Carolina, Kansas. Blue Bloods, traditional powers, traditional brands. This is big for college basketball, it feels like. You know they were hoping for a Duke-North Carolina final. Oh, yeah. Brackets weren't going to allow that the way it was put together. They should have shifted it that way then, you know? But they say, Theo, they say, hey, 
We don't try and set oh, it up. Oh, of course, yeah. This is all based on scientific seating, mm, okay? The computers. It's all on the computers. Yeah. We have nothing to do with that. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, congratulations to Steve Politziner, the president of Good Karma Brands, uh, former GM here at ESPN West Palm. Uh, what a uh, what an honor inducted into the Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Fame last night. Well deserved. Uh, Stone and I talked to him on Friday, but uh, what a what a night last night inducted at uh, the Palm Beach Kennel Club. So uh, we wanted to make sure that we passed along and made it official. Now mm. it's on paper. Congratulations to Steve Politziner. And out of the seven inductees, he was the only one that never got paid to play a sport. So I think that oh, is, wow. yeah, yeah. The other guy, the others were professional at some point, athletes. It's a big stat. I think that that is a great stat. So for him to do what he, to become analytics. a Hall of Famer, yeah, to become a Hall of Famer in a class with Pierre, Pierre Garcon and like names of of guy, like Devin Travis, like these are professional athletes, and then there's Steve. Yeah, rec he, league Steve. He kind of brought that up on the show. He said I, I, Hall of Fame, but not for athletic prowess. Yeah, and he talked about it, which a is bit. harder to do. I, it absolutely is. It <laughs> might be harder to do. So that's what's up. He got in the Sports Hall of Fame while not having that good of a jump shot. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but that is awesome. Congratulations to Steve, and let the record show that Theo said that and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and not me. Uh, North Carolina and Kansas tonight for the national title. I've done enough whining and complaining about start times. The NCAA says 9.20 tip-off tonight. Yikes. Uh, you can listen to it here on ESPN 106.3. In a, in a college basketball era where it's very tough to have continuity on a roster, uh, this is so important for college basketball to have North Carolina and Kansas meet for a title. Uh, even more so than, I think, a Villanova. Certainly more so than a Baylor winning the national championship mm. last year. This is heaven sent. The only possible matchup that would be bigger would involve Duke, right? Like yeah. what, what, could, what could be a bigger matchup, a more recognizable matchup for a college basketball national championship? Oh, there, there's Duke, North Carolina. Anything involving Duke, Duke UCLA, yeah. at one point Duke, Syracuse, Kentucky, but I feel like Syracuse, Syracuse is gone there's now. just there's it, I know Ernesto had mentioned uh, Jim Beheim yeah. as really the only coach of the the three four decade time span of Coach K that's remaining, but Syracuse has not been a national championship player for a decade now. Yeah. at this point, those Miami Hurricanes. Would have been big. <laughs> it would have been big for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you speak for like uh, Spokane, Washington. Yeah. Okay, but Duke, Kentucky would probably be the apex, right? That would be a final that's the apex in college well, basketball. I think it also though kind of depends who's on Kentucky that year. You know? Yeah, but I'm just talking about from a like brand just, perspective. I think Kansas. Kansas you think Kansas is a, is a bigger brand than Kentucky? You might be right. You might be right. I'll I think Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. and Duke are the biggest well, brands. Duke, in college North basketball. Carolina would be the top two, but it couldn't happen. So yeah, yeah, it wasn't going to. I mean, it, it could conceivably, but yes, it's not, not going to happen. Yeah. Right. Um, I I can't think of a Big Ten team where it's not even a Michigan State, like a Duke nah. Michigan State would draw what Duke Kentucky would. Though that would be the true full fledged biggest final of all time. Duke Kentucky brand. Blue Blood final, if we ever got that. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like for some reason, I feel like we're missing some big school that somebody's like thinking of right now. But like I'm thinking even like Louisville is not up there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Gonzaga, you, met, you mentioned Washington. Gonzaga is not even close to being there. People would have been very happy to see Purdue get all the way I mean, here. But who? What? Who would have been happy to see popular, Purdue? They were a popular team all season long. But I'm just saying like that's not a no brand. Name. 
works? That's not a brand, though. So this is how you judge if it's a what brand are you or not. Talking about P- Purdue. Uh, I mean, that that's. I think I'm almost exposing you guys to, are you to a certain extent. I know what Purdue, 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 Purdue's been a brand. Almost a fan favorite this year. Very high seated. Are you related to Matt Painter? Like, what are you saying? Just because you like, like Purdue, I, it I has get nothing it. to do with me. Purdue, I get it. They had the, what was the kid's name? They had a, a Jay Ivy, Jay Ivy, Jay Ivy, and, yeah. and, and a couple of the big guys were, were very well known guys, and no, they were very popular. It's a good team, team. this year. They but finished it's not like a brand. Fourth in the Big Ten. It's not a brand. The Big Ten was crazy the whole season long. The Big Ten, everybody beat everybody. It was always Ohio State. It was always these teams were just trading blow, blow for blow. I feel so, stone, same but way, it's not a same brand. way the ACC. Your ACC was still on that track as well. Everybody beat everybody the entire stone, season. If Duke and Purdue met in the NCAA tournament. There's no way it even approaches the amount of interest that the second round game between Duke and Michigan State. Had. I mean, I just don't think you've seen the crowd that Purdue's had like all season long. Like they filled their, they, they are. They uh, always uh, fill up their stadium in in West Lafayette. Purdue was a big deal this year in college basketball all season long. But it's not a brand. Like if you went home and asked right. your girlfriend the nickname for Purdue, she would she would not say Boilermakers. Like. I mean, of course not. Well, I'm saying, and I'm saying like Kansas Jayhawks, Duke Blue Devils, North Carolina Tar Heels, like those are brands. Even Syracuse, the Orangemen, like is more of a brand. But I just Purdue is a good team this year. We're talking about like brands, yeah, like, like marketable brands. brands. Like, they get in, and people get pumped simply because it's that school. If you walk around with a P Purdue hat, like who's gonna stop you? Like, oh, 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 go Boilers! <laughs> I don't hey, know. Engineering's cool. Yeah. Up. I don't know what it was, but there were bracket stats that like Purdue had way a higher percentage, at least for people in the country that made their brackets that came, they got farther than Kansas, that they got yeah, farther than teams makes- like UNC. Like so, so if we were. But rooting or betting on Purdue getting to the Final Four more than more than Kansas, but yeah. Stone, more than Kentucky, more than all these teams. Sean, I think you watch more college basketball than most, though. I think you're putting way too much stock into that because if you ask those people anything about Purdue, then you'd get a big fat oh. Yeah, so like then, that, that's we're talking ratings right so now. Then who we're are we talking ratings. to? We're talking ratings. Then who because, are we talking to? But, all right, so we're talking ratings. Like who's going to get more ratings in golf right now? Though whoever the number one golfer in the world is, or Tiger Woods. We're I mean, talking brands. We're talking ratings. Completely understood that, yeah, but like, I, I would like almost Scotty com- Scheffler's the number one player in golf right <laughs> yeah. now. Have you ever heard of him? No, I, no, I, I know okay. the last name because of leaderboards. My point that's exactly. If, if I really had to say who Purdue was on the PGA Tour, I would damn near say Justin Thomas. Like I, I, I right, definitely who gets would more on tour. Ratings, like, but the, Justin like Thomas pl- is not the most popular Tiger player. Woods. But Justin Thomas is bringing everybody to their TV. Just not as no, much no, as Tiger. No, 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 no. But Justin exactly. Thomas, if he's leading on Sunday, you're tuning in. If you know a damn thing about golf. So hold on, pump the brakes. We're talking about bringing more viewers. So let's just say a playoff versus Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods, if that's what the Masters came down to. Hypothetically, I know it won't. That's, yes, that's yeah. Duke, Kentucky. That's Duke, Kentucky. I, I, I get that. I understand that. But you just shucked Purdue off like yeah, Justin Thomas Justin is bad. Thomas is not a brand name no. like Tiger what? Woods and Phil Mickelson. He's not. He's not. He's he was not. the number one golfer in the world as of a year and a half ago. But, I, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I understand the concept. He's not Tiger concept. Woods and Phil Mickelson. He's not lefty and Tiger. He was just the number you one golfer in the you, world last You can't year. call him by one name and people know who you're talking about. JT! No, that's JT, Justin Timberlake. That's Jason Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> like there's so many JTs. <laughs> the you fact that we like, said, what are you talking play? about, man? I mean, that, he's that's, too much of a sports junkie right now. He is. I get it though. He, he spends every day mainlining sports yeah. like it's heroin, <laughs> and I appreciate it. But Purdue, it's nobody Purdue. gives a solitary bleep about Purdue basketball. Yeah, your girlfriend, like you mentioned, your girlfriend doesn't know the game. We're talking, we're talking about, about ratings. We're talking about one shining moment. Like you're tuning in, man. I, I, but I do understand your point. That actually, it's was com- pretty good. Good pitch. I it's like completely great. valid. I'm not 
disregarding it. I'm just yeah. saying, whoa, like, pump like, the brakes. They were a, a, what, a three seed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, but we're talking North Carolina, Duke, and who stuff. Who brought up UN, Purdue. UNC up, was an eight seed. Look up real quick. Look up real quick, Stone, the three <laughs> seeds in the NCAA tournament. Look up the, the – just pull up the bracket real quick and let me know the three seeds. And I would be willing to bet that Purdue's not even <laughs> not even the most recognizable three seed in the NCAA tournament. Okay? Like, think. right now, St. Peter's is more popular <laughs> than Purdue's That's basketball. damn lie. <laughs> Let's throw out the question one more time. How did you feel when Coach K was sent into retirement? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I felt wistful. Theo is celebrating it. Stone was emotional about it. How did you feel when Coach K was sent into retirement? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And apparently, we are comparing <laughs> college basketball brands to their golf equivalent stone says that purdue is like justin thomas That's which a- means that purdue is beloved which i can't quite wrap my mind around because we love justin thomas here in south florida and in palm beach county but nobody else cares if <laughs> justin thomas is in the final pairing on sunday at augusta sorry jt jason taylor yeah okay three or justin timberlake yeah three seed who do you guys want to see wisconsin or purdue Neither. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Oh, like, we got to pick neither. one, Wisconsin or Purdue. How about a kick to the groin? <laughs> okay, and then it's and then it's Tennessee and Texas Tech. Tennessee. Understandable. Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee Hell yeah, Rocky Top. I'm with you guys. Yeah. Not disagreeing with you. <laughs> Okay. Never was. I mean, but I I'm just, just saying brand names. Yeah, dude. We, we were talking about ratings. Purdue. This is not the days of Glenn Big Dog Robinson, man. <laughs> Come on. Good old like Boilermakers. Purdue. I'm just, I'm shocked. I'm shocked right now. I'm shocked right now. Purdue, I, I just, I'm shocked that we even had to discuss that. It, like North Carolina, Kansas, it's the, it's probably like a, a Phil Mickle. Well, we kind of stopped. Before, Phil Mickelson's like, before yeah, he weird. decided he had thoughts. Before <laughs> he decided kind of had he had to think about it. Yeah. Like, wait. Yeah. Before, before he had thoughts about Saudi Arabia. A year and a half ago, Phil yeah, Mickelson. Yeah, yeah. PGA champion Phil Mickelson. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is Phil and uh, maybe. Dustin Johnson. Yeah, because it's not quite Tiger, right? Because Tiger right. would be D- Duke. Duke. Tiger would be Duke. Duke. Yeah. Well, no, 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 because Tiger's more below. I, well, I don't know on no, this no, no, side no. of this. No, no, no. no. Tiger's, Tiger's Duke. Yeah, Duke's Is about Duke? to become, Duke's the most popular college basketball brand. That's uh, Tiger. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like lifetime achievement. I just think he's a little bit more beloved, but after the incident, I guess there's a little. I mean, I feel like people. No, have Tiger's more that. beloved now, but it's going to be like when Duke inevitably falls off without Coach K. Yeah. What's going to? And no offense to John Shire. Sorry for any of his family and friends <laughs> Yo, down here. John Shire is but, just but like Duke. Right now. It, here's what's going to happen with Duke is that they are going to occasionally be competitive, and when they do, they're going to get the. College basketball is better. Oh, yeah. Duke is good treatment. Like every Absolutely. time Miami starts like six and zero. College football's better when the Hurricanes are good, or once every seven years when the Knicks make the playoffs. Uh, the NBA's better when the Knicks. No, are no, good. no. Once every seven years when the Knicks string together three straight wins. <laughs> yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> like the, yeah, the Knicks going to the playoffs is like the sports equivalent of Haley's Comet. Like, yeah. you wait for it, and you wait for it, and you wait for it, and once every, like, three decades, it flies overhead, and you say, oh, and then it's gone again for three decades. And people act like the NBA just cannot survive without the Knicks being good. Like, all <laughs> oh, of my life, oh. the Knicks have been terrible, and the NBA's been doing fine. Just fine. There is no such thing as... The New York Knicks are a national disgrace, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. They're horrible. Hey? They're horrible. Horrible. They're um, horrible! <laughs> there is not a single, single thing in sports other than golf is better when Tiger is good 
that is fill in the blank and fill in the blank is good. Like the NBA is fine without the Knicks. The baseball is fine without the Yankees. College football is fine without the Hurricanes. You may want them to win. Doesn't mean that the product falls off because they're not competitive. I hate that. And we got a face full of it last year with the Knicks in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm 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 glad that you said that because I was wondering what is that one sport. I think golf. It's Tiger. Golf really is relying on Tiger. And man, the post Tiger era of golf, I, I mean, it's just going to go back to what it was a still really prominent sport that gets its viewership from junkies that like to watch golf, but it's not getting the draw that Tiger. I don't think it'll ever get the Tiger draw again. Tennis dips its foot into that conversation without Roger oh, Federer, yeah, yeah, yeah. without great, Serena Williams. That's a great call. Now, but here's the thing, though we're talking about individual. Yeah, singular sports. figure. If you're, if you're going team sports, there isn't one team that is so superior and the brand is so strong at the professional level. Yeah. And even at the college football level, to where you say, oh, it's better when X team is good. Uh uh-uh. uh. Now, college basketball, North Carolina, Kansas tonight, that applies yeah. because college basketball has taken such a precipitous drop in popularity due to the fact that you don't have three and four year continuous rosters. You don't have that face and name recognition that the brands reign supreme. That's why we worship someone like Coach K. Because he was the most constant thing Mm -hmm. in college basketball. Because his players sure weren't. Because you're recycling them every year or two. So North Carolina, Kansas, this is best case scenario. College basketball is better when they're in the final. Because we know these programs. Yeah. And we know the history of these programs. And it it just matters. And there's enough fans, especially because you think of teams like Kansas where in Kansas, that's all they got. Like, even people from Arkansas love Kansas. Like, that... The Midwest is surrounding oh, yeah. and, and supporting that group that like no other. That state is all eyes on television yeah. tonight. This is the biggest thing that's going to happen all year in the state of Kansas. And basketball is like all that matters, yep. matters in North Carolina. Basketball so. is unequivocal king. Yeah. There is no doubt about that. Duke, North Carolina, two big brands playing for the title tonight. How into it are you? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063. And again, the weirdest thing we've ever done on this show is apparently, and Stone brought us here, I'm not taking responsibility <laughs> for this, but comparing college basketball, these two teams, North Carolina and Kansas, what is their golf equivalent? What is their golf equivalent? Because It's Masters Week. It's Phil and Dustin Johnson. Now, it is Masters Week. Mm. That's true. You know what? Maybe Stone's more onto something than I thought. Yeah, not the Death Star. This guy's living in 2024, man. Yeah. (laughs) He's just a step ahead, man. North Carolina and Kansas. What's the golf equivalent of North Carolina and Kansas playing for a title? Mm. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. For example, Stone says that Purdue is like Justin Thomas. North Carolina is Phil. Kansas is Dustin Johnson. At least that's what we think. Yeah. I don't know. I think he went a little strong with that Purdue take. I think there's another yeah. golfer we can tra- drag He's in He's probably there. like Max Homa. Like, Purdue is like Max Homa. Hell no. <laughs> he does not like that. No, I'm going to go the opposite way that Purdue was John Rahm this year. They were one of the best teams Purdue okay. around. Okay. Right, oh, yeah, let's go. Hold on. I can. Why go. is this making me so mad? I can, it shouldn't be making me this emotional. I, and John I'm, I, Rahm. Yeah, I have a problem. I just have a problem. That's crap. John Rahm was just the world's number one player. He's not Purdue. Yeah, Purdue wasn't number one, were they? they no, they weren't, but they were in your hovering heart, right were. around there all season no, long, you, statistically, in the teams no. they were beating, hanging around in the Big Ten. So give me I a guy that's talk hovering. about it. We can talk about no, it. We can't. Hovering? JT. It's silly. JT. But, no. 
John Rom. Auburn was John Rom. Stone. Auburn was John Rom, or Baylor was John Rom. In number one this year, and yeah. then they weren't. Yeah, and I struggled mean, late. Absolutely struggled late. Like weren't that good as of late. And almost like we're in that Duke spot. Like, are we good enough to even do this? And they fell into that spot, which isn't a isn't like a John Rom type. This is what <laughs> happens though when in a show like when in a show based off of analogies, because that's my approach, someone else tries to do the analogies. <laughs> this is what happens. Facts. And now we're in an analogy Facts. off and we're not gonna be able to pull out yeah. of this tailspin. <laughs> Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? You need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash orthocare. When we return, hey Stone, guess what watch is on right now? Tiger Watch! Mm-hmm. Damn right. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Thank God the show we do during commercial breaks isn't actually on the air. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken LaVica. Coach K is done. He has retired. Uh, real quick, before we get to Tiger here, Stone, and this will probably bleed into the 1 o'clock hour, uh, but Tracy Wolfson, Saturday night, the sideline reporter for CBS, does a great job. Very professional. But why people don't like Coach K, I think was summed up in how her interview ended with Mike Krzyzewski mm. after the game. After the loss to North Carolina. Again, veteran sideline reporter. Number one sideline reporter for not only college basketball, but also the NFL and across the board, Tracy Wolfson. This is how the interview with Mike Krzyzewski wrapped up with her and Coach K Saturday on CBS. I know I'm speaking for all of college basketball, but thank you. Thank yeah. you for everything no, you've done. <laughs> Play it one more time. I'm speaking for all of college basketball, but thank you. Thank yeah. you for everything no, you've done. Now you're welcome. Gag me. Yeah. <laughs> first, the, the, first, there's the... the He's supposed to say no, thank you. Tracy right? Wolfson, the, all, she's representing <laughs> all of college basketball with a thank you. I'm sure there's people in college basketball who don't want to thank yeah. Mike Shishin. Who Who is Tracy Wolfson, journalist, <laughs> reporter, to be thanking Mike Krzyzewski? That can't wait until they're off camera. That's, honestly, Theo, and you're in the TV. I'm just a dope, right? <laughs> I'm just a dope. I talk on the radio, whatever. You in the TV business, that's not a good look, That's right? whack. That's whack. And that's fanning, and that's also. Yeah. Oh, Coach K, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'll miss you. And also, Coach K, man, like you said, he's leaned into this God complex. Uh-huh. He's leaned into this. He's the moral compass of all things college basketball. For him to say, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. Listen listen to that again. Because oh, yeah, then there's that. Yeah. Not, not no thank you, Tracy. Yeah, like, no thank he you. He goes for- with this. I know I'm speaking for all of you. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you for everything no, you've done. 
Well, you're you're welcome for all the great yeah. years I put into this game and this sport. You're you're welcome. Yeah. One but, more time, just to hear the smugness of it. I know I'm speaking for all. Thank yeah. you for everything no, you've done. You're welcome. Nah, you're welcome. Like like, dude, the you're welcome is implied. You're supposed to say something like gracious back, like oh no, thank yeah. you. It's been a pleasure. Normal, whatever. Yeah, normally it's it's oh no, thank you, yeah. Tracy. Thank you. He said, no, oh, no, you're welcome. You you're right. All of college basketball, get on your knees and thank me, and uh, you're welcome. You're and I'll welcome. walk off. You're welcome. My presence here has uh, absolutely <laughs> spotlighted your life. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, you're welcome was the most Coach K response <laughs> that could have possibly happened. It's like uh, oh, it, 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 it would be like the equivalent of me emceeing an event <laughs> and them coming up to me and saying, Oh, Ken, thank you so much. You're so excellent at this. That was great. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, I'm out. <laughs> Instead of, no, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm going to take it to go play. Yeah. And also, like, he could thank her because maybe they, maybe she's interviewed him a few, like, thank you for, you know, the coverage, yeah. anything. Like, yeah. pick something there. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's, that shows you that in his mind, he, he really just knows. He's feeling himself. He really just knows. And that is why I got so much yeah. joy and laughter that he got you know taken what? out by first-year coach at his arch rival. I am absolutely going to start using your welcome all the time <laughs> for everything. Uh, hey, baby, uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for taking out the trash. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Like, Get him out. Like, uh, like, baby, that was that was good. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Next, just in any walk. Yeah, yeah, you're I like that. You know what? I'm, I'm going to let people thank me. Yeah. Just, you're, you're after welcome. The show, after the show today, I'm going to wrap, and my new conclusion to every single show will be, you're welcome. You're welcome. No, next time Mike Tannenbaum gets on, it says, thanks, Ken, for having me on. I'll be like, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I yes. love that. Absolutely. I love it. That's got to be your oh, new thing. Stone, absolutely, because he does that all the time, yeah. right? He always, Thanks and, for and having me on, Ken. I love, I love Mike T, but you're exactly right. <laughs> like, I'm giving him a big, fat, you're welcome every time he comes on Wednesday. Everything ends with, yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. You know what? It's going to be funny, too, because <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, he's going to feel that. He's going to oh, feel he, it. He's gonna, oh, for sure. He might text you afterwards, like, hey, what was hey, up with hey, that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want me on your show again, yeah. punk ass? Yeah. There's, absolutely, because that, yeah, it's going to be like a punch to the gut. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And arrogant, you're welcome hits so hard. Because then you want to take your thank you back. You want to be like, hold on now. I'm not that thankful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, man. Stone, that is absolutely oh. perfect. Uh, when we return, we're on Tiger Watch. Uh, one shining moment. Pertinent question. Is it actually a good song? We have a lot to do. A lot to do. And we're just wasting time. <laughs> He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. You're welcome.